are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hi, I'm Rachel George and I'm in Los Angeles. And Jill Santibanez is in Nashville. And this is The Girl Boss Next Door. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Girl Boss Next Door. This is Jill Santibanez, and we have... Hi, I'm Rachel George. And I'm Susanna Deborah. Hey, Susanna. Hi. So you're all the way from Nashville, and I'm actually in Nashville, so I'm really excited that you're here with me. Yes. And uh, Rachel's in Los Angeles. But let's talk about what we're going to talk about today briefly, and I know Rachel has a lot of questions for you because you have an amazing, incredible, exciting life, and you're such a beautiful lady. So we're here to talk about your bedding collection, Deborah Bedding, and you you actually were so gracious to share sheets with me, sheets with Rachel that she's going to be getting in the mail soon, and also baby blankets for uh, my daughter and Elisa. They're so beautiful. Your bedding collection, you have so many different things. Let's jump right into it and, and tell everybody about it. Okay. Uh, I started the business uh, over 10 years ago at uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base just with basic sheets, and it's just grown from that. Um, you know, when anybody ever asks me about durability, I go, well, they deploy to Iraq and Afghanistan, and they come home, and they're still using them. So, and I would, um, when the guys would get deployment papers, they'd come, because they have to take their own bedding. And oh, wow. um, they, okay. they and they would get the, the twin extra long. And, of course, I'd only have so many with me, so some poor guy ended up with pink. And it was all, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was the thing. But, but um, when you get, uh, like, a, a colonel come up to you, because I would go to bases on a regular occurrence, uh, come up to you and say, the only reason I am sane right now is because, I got to sleep between your sheets. And then, of course, he'd go bright red. And, but, it, but it was a sense of they feel really good. Um, you know, they're hypoallergenic, antimicrobial. So anybody who's worried about the virus, these are really good. Um, and I think it's a sense of home. I think certainly as we get older, you want to be more comfortable when you sleep because – Sleep can be a really ch- or a big challenge when you get older. So I'm always looking at ways to make it better. I was going to say, I don't know about getting older, but I've always been that way. I will take my own pillow somewhere. I don't care where I'm going. I want to feel like that as soon as I go to sleep, that I'm comfortable. And like you just said, you just kind of want to be reminded of home. So you get a it's good night. So important. I travel with my own pillow. It's, I, mm, yeah. And being a woman, right? Being a woman, everybody is so critical of you um, here in this wonderful space of our show. Nobody is, which is great. But um, to get your beauty sleep is so important. And to feel comfortable, like you said, in your bedding, which everybody does, it's it's so comfortable, so comforting. And you use the highest quality because mm-hmm. that's how you are, which is great. Yeah. So, And I know that Rachel has a lot of questions for you, too. Go ahead, Rachel. Okay. I just really wanted to know what inspired you to create a luxury line of bed sheets. I mean, it, it, it's like everybody, you know, has a creative side to them. But why specifically for you was like a bed linen something that you gravitated towards? Tell us about how you started that. Well, <laughs> it's not. I I had a contract with the Army Air Force Exchange Services vendor program, and 
Um, uh, my husband and I actually did big tent sales with art and rugs, and it was wow. a huge, you know, um, 40 by 100 foot tent, semi trucks in this. Wow. But um, 2008, the world went to hell in a handbag, and um, we just couldn't physically afford to do it. Um, but when you have this amazing contract, you want to to keep it. So um, my mother-in-law, who has always had a gift shop, she said to me, "Well, come to come with me to the Atlanta market." So we went to the market, and I'm wandering around, and there was this guy selling bedding. And the women were going crazy, and I was really excited. Got them. They were absolute rubbish. Like, oh, no. You wouldn't want to wash your car with them. They were just horrible. Wow. And, and, but it really got me thinking, like, how important good bedding is, you know, at a good price. I suppose spent about a year researching and um, manufacturers would send me stuff and I'd be like, mm -mm, nope, nope, it's, I want a nice wide hem on the top. You I used to be in the clothing, <laughs> I used to be in the clothing industry, so I, I already had some, you know, of the, the nomenclature down, but, um, you know, I want an elastic all the way around the fitted sheet. Um, I've had to go the American way with regards to pillowcases because, Americans didn't understand the English tuck, you know, where you tuck the pillow in and it has a little fold out, that, you know, because people go, oh, it's not stitched. I'm like, no, that's the way it's supposed to be. And, and so it's like, well, you know, where's my market? Um, I'm really excited that more and more people are understanding what duvet covers are now which is like a yeah. big pillowcase for your comforter. But, you know, some people are like, well, what's a dovet? Um, <coughs> that's a duvet. <laughs> oh, man. The duvet. So, you know, I've um, – so I started – so I found a, a manufacturer I really liked, and I started with 12 solid colors, simple sheets, and it just grew. So I now have – they're not all on the website yet, but I now have 60 patterns wow. and 15 solid colors. And I'm looking to add, um, and I now have duvet sets since all the 15 solid colors. And I think I've got like 15 patterns. Um, the duvet inset, which is a really beautiful um, down alternative. So it's great for allergy, you know, people that suffer allergies, no feathers up your nose. Um, and reversible comforters with gorgeous patterns and things. Uh, and then quilts um, nice. and extra shams. And so it's just, it's sort of growing. It's sort of, <laughs> I actually have to make sure that it doesn't get too much. That's um, so I can handle it. But it's just been such a joy helping people with, their sleep. Um, I have a couple of gals going through chemotherapy, oh. and these sheets are fantastic because they don't irritate the skin. They also wick huh. their toxic sweat away from them, so they're not sleeping in in that. Um, oh. And when you get a woman come up to you and hug you and go, "I slept through the night. I didn't wake up hot. I didn't wake up cold," and you're like, "Good," you know. So um, I yeah, always I yeah. I'm always warm. I'm one of those sweaty people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freezing constantly. I'm freezing constantly. I, oh, my God. 
freezing yes. constantly. I'm always <laughs> cold. Annalisa and TJ, always warm. They're like right. team blankets. I'll, I'll hold on to them when I'm freezing and I'm like, oh, this, I feel so much better. <laughs> I can hold on to them every day anyway. But yeah, it's, it's so funny. People are just so different. And I know that you're betting. It, it really appeals to a lot of people because you can, you know, you can get that comfort. You can, you know, even, even mix and match your pieces. Like we, we don't have your lovely duvets, even though I'm going to talk to you about that because they're just so beautiful. And um, we're looking to get like a new bedspread and just new. Well, everything. I think I know what we can do for you because you get cold. If we do sheets and then a quilt, okay. the quilted coverlet, so that way it's comfortable for TJ. Yes. And then we get you. What we do is a twin um, duvet Ooh. with duvet insert, which you can fold up and have at the bottom of the bed. And then at night, you can just pull it up over your side. Or it's great when you just want to have a nap, but you don't want to get into the bed. So it's a lovely way of mixing up stuff. Um, I've got some stuff. It's actually for a a customer who's coming coming around to pick. But it's a a guy. And so we're doing – he's taking the silver and the slate gray sheets. And then I've also done a solid – the broad stripe so he's got three sheet choices and then he's got um a silver and slate reversible comforter that he can use but he can also use it as duvet insert and put on the retro stripe Mm. so he's got lots of mixy matchy things to do and i've got him a quilt so then he he can he can do like all slate and then put the comforter at the end with the stripes or he can have the striped comforter and then put the quilt over the end for you know so you can play around with that he and has, um, he has his options. Yes. I think yes. I'm getting sending me a really pretty just a soft floral silver country yeah. pattern. Yes. So so cute. I felt I love flowers. Yeah. I'm so fl- I love floral stuff. And and it's yeah. lovely that they're coming florals have definitely come around. So I've I've gone from one floral to I think I've got six florals now. Yeah. You had a grey rose too that I thought was really pretty. Yeah. That yeah. is that that is one of the good ones. And then the, the pinstripe and the, the hazy reflections looks really yeah. You, I can talk mixy matchy patterns yeah. and things all day. <laughs> And you offer a variety of sizes because not everybody, like you said, has the same needs or the same size bed. Right. So let's talk about the sizes, and, and they're all different. Okay, so we've got the twin, the twin extra long, which is your college um, dorm room kind of size. Wow. Um, and then full size, which is a double, which is what grandma and grandpa used to sleep in. So if you've oh. inherited their antique bed, that's usually what size it is. Then you've got your queen, then you've got your king. And then you have a California King, which is not bigger. It's the same square footage. It's just like it's four inches narrower, but four inches longer. So uh-huh. I always say it's for tall, for tall, skinny Californians, you know. But it's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but it, you know, um, and it's funny as I've travelled around the country, um, selling at different places, um. You know, depend like in Washington D.C. there were a lot of full size, queen size. But then when we go to Arizona, it's all king size because of the huh. different sizes of houses. Yeah, and, and that. So yeah, so it's um, always interesting. And I, you know, I have so many pictures of people's bedrooms. I'll have to send you mine. Well, we, I have a, a cow king too. Yeah. 
which nobody has nice sheets for. It's so difficult to find Cal King sheets, that, you know, that you really like. Well, I've now got your cupboard. So, Woo! yeah. Yes. Um, and while I think of it, um, I wanted to give your um, viewers um, a code for the website that's actually going to give them 50% off. Ooh. So the code is the boss, no gaps, the boss, the boss at com. So, um, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> so, so, so you'll end up things. a queen size set, which is fitted sheet, flat sheet, and pillowcases, is forty five dollars. <gasps> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I know because well, you already well, have affordable rates and fifty percent off. Wow. Well, that's I'm thinking I just want everybody perfect. between my sheets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody between my sheets. <laughs> You're giving people the perfect gift of comfort, of sleep, and everybody needs that. Everybody at all ages needs that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big time. Big time. Okay. So as if running a luxury bedding business is not enough for you, you is it? just tell us what you can't do. I think that might be quicker. I but, can't uh, sing. I cannot sing. I sing Rachel badly. Really, really well. Of all the things, I cannot sing. I sound like a strangled, drowning cat. And that's not fair to the cat. No, it is. It is. I I was actually at a table reading for um in a workshop for for a film, and this woman had come in from New York, and so she's in Nashville, and she goes, "Well, I, I I assume you all sing," and I go, "Um, no, I don't. Um, I I sing badly, very well." And she goes, "Prove it." Thinking that it was going to stop me in my tracks, it's like, oh no, lady. So I stood up and sang, well, <laughs> screeched, "I will always love you" at the top of my lungs, because I figure if you're going to slaughter a song, <laughs> slaughter a song. That's like the hard uh, song that you would pick out. That's so difficult. That's I, I just, I, but it's just like it's so bad. It's funny. Uh, you know, think of Cameron Diaz in um, my best friend's wedding. It's it's yeah. like, yeah. And so I finished to a round of applause. And she went, you weren't kidding, were you? And I'm like, no, I told you I was bad. But, yeah, that's the only thing that I can't. Oh, and I don't cook. But I make really good reservations. So, you know. I was going to ask you, well, you already mentioned it, but I was going to say, what can't you do? But Susanna has been a successful working actress for years. So tell us, what have you been up to lately? I know you just kind of touched on, you just uh, had a table reading. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, during um, the shutdown, I actually did a film. Um, um, A fantastic filmmaker out of Los Angeles, whom I've known for mm, 25 years. We were at the Beverly Hills Playhouse as actors together like 23 years ago. Um, And the Playhouse is no longer. But um, I did a film with him with Danny Trejo. Um, But So he he sends me the script. He goes, we're going to do it all remotely. So I got to be my own makeup and hair person, my own wardrobe, my set set director, lighting and everything. But it, but it was it was really clever. I was playing yet another psychiatrist. I, you know, I played a few of those. For You're some good reason, at that, apparently. Um, yeah. And so um, I'm counselling the lead actress as she's having a massive breakdown. But it was fascinating because it was if we were skyping, but I had I couldn't actually look into the lens. I had to look into the camera lens because I set up my phone. Oh. So she's down here doing all her stuff, but I can't look at her. I have to 
be looking at the camera lens. So it was this whole thing of peripheral stuff. Yeah. She has to go out at one stage and then, then she comes back in. So I'm having to feel that. But it really heightened one's sense of like listening and what am I feeling from her mm-hmm. as, as opposed to being able to see what was going on. Right. So that was, that was fun. And then, um, my manager, um, and the company that she's with, they challenged all their roster to do something each, each week. So do a monologue against type. You know, do um, had to do stand up, which was hysterical because oh, I'm not really a stand up person, so I just ended up telling my mafia story. Um, um, and then the other thing that I'm doing is working on my fictionalized autobiography Ooh. because I've been well, I've been advised that I can't use some of the names, so it's like, well, oh, I'll fictionalize it. Yeah, mm-hmm. three different attorneys. <laughs> no, you don't want to go there. And I'm like, okay. You can tell um, people really are. You can tell us. <laughs> the, the thing is, there are a few of them where I'm like, you'll figure out who it is. Right. But then, yeah. you know, anyway, sure. um, I'll Stay get on. the powers to that be, you know, read this. Am I going to get in trouble? Only because I have had this character I have wanted to play who's based on me for years. And, um, I want to do a like a 30 minute episodic um, kind of all the obs. Well, you know, Rachel, coming to America, you're yeah. faced with these hysterical differences. Oh, or, yeah. How many times have you been told you speak really good English? You know, I'm. Nobody thinks I do speak English. <laughs> <laughs> very, very rarely will somebody know. I think, I think, the, I mean, everyone thinks that nobody really, you know, unless you're us. I mean, you have to laugh, though. You've got to laugh, otherwise you'll cry. But, I mean, somebody asked me if I was French once, and then I had somebody else ask me if I, you know, Australian or South African, which I completely understand. I'm not mad at that. Um, but I, I do remember saying, well, no, I'm actually not. Yeah. So how did you end up in Nashville? I married me a Tennessee boy. Yeah. Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. I married me a gentleman. He is this, this kindest. Uh, um, and I met him in Hollywood, California. Oh, he's, he's nothing to do with the business. However, he's drifting more into the entertainment. Um, he writes lyrics, like, oh, is the most amazing lyricist. And um, his comic timing is... I get so cross at him because he's so clever. Like if he wanted uh-huh. to play theater sports or whose line is it anyway, he's so quick. Well, but so we have this. Ah, I mean, you are. Well, thank you. But he's really, really good. So it's lovely because, you know, we come from a generation where, you know, he became an engineer and worked in you know, right. this, where the whole idea of a creative life really wasn't thought of. So he's, he's a beautiful painter. Um, and he does ceramics because his mother um, was an award-winning ceramics artist. So uh, his sense of color, I mean, watching him work with a woman with interiors and, and rugs and things because he has a rug business. I mean, he his sense of color and he makes women feel so incredibly comfortable. And, yes. you know, the stuff he finds out is just like, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we came to Tennessee 
to actually say goodbye to his grandfather who decided to stay on for another six years, which was lovely because he was amazing, amazing old guy, just gorgeous. And Tennessee's a lot like New Zealand. It's the same, like Nashville is about the same size as Auckland. The pace of the city is the same. People are friendly, polite. Um, There's a sense of community. Um, uh, I've been excited as an older woman to find young women that I can mentor and care for and protect. Um, you know, I was, don't you dare hurt my gals, you know. And who knows what's happening next, you know. You know I just got an audition um, from my manager and I'm like, I have no idea what it's for, so, but I will find out. And then I have to figure out how to, how to get it. You know, COVID has certainly taught me a lot more about the technical aspects of the business. You know, having to get my blue screen. I'm sorry about the messy room that we're in, but, you know, my lights are here. So, so I'm really not that untidy. Yeah, I know. I know you from, I think, 2014. I think you and I met Susanna and... You've been doing such incredible things. I think the first time I interviewed you, we were on the red carpet of the Nashville Film Festival, and wow. you showed up, and you were, like, going to dinner with your husband. And But she had, like, so many – she was a part of so many films that were showing there, multiple films. Multiple, she was an actress in multiple films. And I said, you didn't just come here to – because her films weren't, weren't actually showing on the day that she came to interview with me on the red carpet. Um and, but she just came so we could do an interview, and I was like, I felt so blessed. I'm like, this is an amazing friend, and I, I was so I was so glad to know her. And, and I've been to TJ, and I've been to her house. We went to a dinner party, and I'm surprised she didn't cook because everything was amazing. No, the, hu- <laughs> the husband did. The husband did. That's it was amazing. You marry a man who can cook. Yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, I mix a mean martini. He cooks. There um, you go. But the, the thing is, the thing is, Jill. Um, it has been so lovely watching you work your work ethic. Um, seeing okay. you as a young mother is gorgeous, but that uh-huh. you, well, that, and that, Rachel, that the two of you are like, let's start a show where we empower women, where we all mm-hmm. work together. Let's clear away that stupid thing that happened in my generation of women were against each other. It's, it's like, no, we yeah. lift each other up. And I feel as a, an older gal, it's my duty to facilitate and help especially younger women to yeah. to advance and um, crack every ceiling that's ever been anywhere and yeah. um, do what they want to do and take no prisoners or if you want prisoners, fine. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes they're fun. <laughs> Keep one lot away to play with every now and then. I was just going to ask you that. I mean, you've already started to answer the question, but I was just going to ask you, because so many um, people are going to be listening, I know our women, and I know they're out there. Um, We did start this because we want to encourage people who are listening to reach their own goals, to find fulfillment. Um, Can you tell us maybe some of the ups and downs? that? I mean, you have already done that, but maybe something – you know, that you could encourage and inspire other people. I mean, you already do, 
but what are maybe a couple of the key things that you would say to, or, or you would even say to yourself, like, you know, 20 years ago, you know. Oh, what gosh. I, when I look <laughs> at the things that I ran away from, it's like, um, like being afraid of my own shadow, even, of, um, and sense of self-worth. Yeah. Um, I've had some opportunities presented to me and I've gone <laughs> and run away. I, I've even moved country to to avoid confronting it because it's that fear of like, well, this is my dream, so now my dream is happening. Can I deal with it? Am I good enough? All of that silly, silly stuff. So it's um, and I and I guess I went through a whole thing of like worried about what other people would think. It's okay. like, oh, she thinks she can do that, does she? And um. And then on the other hand, you know, like I was told when I came to America, you'll never work there. You're too old, you're too tall, and you talk funny. And it was like, oh, right, watch this. I'm going to get my green card. No, I didn't get it by marrying an American because I've been married to three Americans. I got it as an artist, and I consider my green card my greatest accomplishment. And then I was told you'll never get into SAG. I got into SAG. Um you know, so there is that part of me where he's telling me I can't do it and I'll go, I'll show you. But I don't think that's the best way to go about things. It's like um, my advice to any young woman is figure out what you really want, like what what would really fulfill you. Know that you might get there and go, well, oh, it's not quite, so know that you're allowed to change and alter your goal or your plan and then stay focused (laughs) (laughs) well let's let's tell everybody where they can buy your beautiful line and i know you're on imdb uh susanna dever i know you're on imdb so people can definitely check out all of your amazing work and your beautiful pictures because this is a beautiful lady everybody has to see everything that she's doing thank you ladies thank you Um, let's tell everybody about your website you're going to go to deverobedding dot com which is d e v for victor e r e u x bedding b e d d i n g dot com and you'll use the code the boss and you will put the code on the top left hand corner at the shopping cart and if you get stuck you can text me because the number is there and i will tell you what you're not doing right (laughs) (laughs) because i totally understand because i am so not tech savvy you know, it's so when somebody goes, I'm sorry, I can't, I'm go, honey, don't worry about it. We'll just walk through it <laughs> together. You know, I've even got one lady. She's just so afraid of the internet and everything. I'm like, let's just go old school. Oh, you can <laughs> send me a check. It's okay. And so, <laughs> so nice. you trust me. You you trust me. And I'm like, if we don't start trusting somewhere, how yeah. are we going to perpetuate um, trust? But certainly, it's much easier doing it online. So please. Don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think as a small business, you do the what separates me from you going to Macy's and buying sheets or whatever, I believe, is customer service where, you know, um, I, I get a little crazy and I do little handwritten notes and I give you a mint for your pillow and oh, and maybe throw in some handmade soap or whatever. Because, you know, I want I'm not like you know, Christmas was I'm not Amazon, so it's not going to arrive tomorrow afternoon or, you know, that's that. So, you know, it comes 
via the mail, and I'm not in charge of the mail, so I can't promise when it's going to get there, but it will go, exactly. it will get to you. And that, so I want, um, the whole idea and, and, um, experience of shopping to be like fun and that, where you just open it up with lots of tissue and, and all of that. So. That's amazing. Well, we'll definitely have all of the links so people can get in touch with you. They can visit your mm-hmm. website and they can check you out on IMDb. We'll put the links on our page at The Girl Boss on Facebook. Thank you so much, Susanna. It was so nice to talk with you this oh, morning. Anytime, ladies. Anytime. Uh, okay. sharing morning yes. tea with you. It's been amazing. And he has slept through this the entire day. <laughs> it's not a pillow, people. It's a dog. It's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> I love that. It's a cute dog. This has been Jill with the Girl Boss Next Door, and I'm Rachel George. And I'm Susanna Devereaux. Thank you for listening to The Girl Boss Next Door with executive producer, host, Jill Santibanez, and producer, host, Rachel George. The Girl Boss Next Door is recorded in Nashville and Los Angeles.